Need a few minutes to reset? Great Minds is a podcast from SBS that guides you through different meditation styles from around the world. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. In this bulletin, Triple Zero says calls from Optus landlines are down after nationwide outage. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese arrives in Rarotonga for the Pacific Islands Forum. And in sport, the Matildas and Socceroos are set to share future World Cup prize money 50-50. With the latest from the SBS Newsroom, I'm Sam Dover. Triple Zero are advising Optus customers to call the helpline from their mobiles as Australia continues to be affected by a nationwide outage of mobile phones and internet services. Communications Minister Michelle Rowland is responding to the outage which was first reported at around 4am this morning, saying that Triple Zero is operating normally on Optus mobile devices but not on landlines. Optus CEO Kelly Bayer-Rosmarin has told ABC Sydney the company is still pursuing every possible avenue after the fundamental issue was not yet resolved. The outage has continued to affect millions of Australian customers and essential services, with Service New South Wales call centres and phone lines at hospitals in Sydney and Melbourne's north also down. Minister Rowland has said that while the cause of the outage has not been diagnosed, it has been caused by a deep systemic issue. It has uh, occurred uh, deep within the network. It has wide ramifications across mobile, fixed and broadband services for Optus customers. Secondly, we now understand, and this has been confirmed, that calls to triple zero, the emergency service, cannot be made from Optus landline services. The Palestine Red Crescent Society has accused Israeli forces of targeting a humanitarian convoy in Gaza City. The humanitarian organisation says the convoy of five trucks was carrying life-saving medical supplies to health facilities such as Al-Quds Hospital when it came under fire, damaging two trucks and wounding a driver. So far, the Israeli military's relentless bombing of the Gaza Strip has killed more than 10,000 people, around 40% of them children, according to the Gaza Health Ministry. Despite the severe toll on civilians, Israel's leadership has refused a ceasefire in the region, saying they will not think of pausing the violence until all hostages held by Hamas militants are released. During an interview with the US's ABC News Network, Benjamin Netanyahu says small humanitarian pauses may be possible. Well, there'll be no uh ceasefire, general ceasefire in Gaza without the release of our hostages. As far as tactical little pauses, an hour here, an hour there, we've had them before. I suppose uh, we'll check the circumstances in order to enable uh, goods, humanitarian goods to come in or our hostages, uh, individual hostages to leave. But I don't think there's going to be a general ceasefire. Uh, It's not that I don't think. I think it will hamper the war effort. It'll hamper our effort to get our hostages out. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese has arrived in Rarotonga for the Pacific Islands Forum leaders meeting this week. The Prime Minister will join leaders from 18 Pacific nations to agree on steps to deliver the 2050 strategy for the Blue Pacific Continent, as they look to show that signs of division in the Pacific are in the past. 
Australia has put much stock in the 2022 agreement, which will cover climate change, security challenges and nuclear issues, as part of a renewed diplomatic focus on its home region. The PIF has previously been hampered by threatened walkouts and no-shows, with Solomon Islands Prime Minister Manase Sogavare a noticeable absentee this year, following closening ties between the Pacific Island nation and China. Mr Albanese says security in the region, including China's ties with the Solomon Islands, will form part of discussions. One of the things about uh, the Pacific Island Forum is that we have recognised in last year's statement the importance of the Pacific family uh, looking after our security interests of the region. But the Pacific family is also made up of sovereign states, so we respect uh, the fact that sovereign states have a right to make uh, their decisions. And in sport, the Socceroos and Matildas look set to be rewarded with a first-ever 50-50 split in prize money from World Cup performances. Football Australia and the Players' Union are expected to announce a new four-year collective bargaining agreement today after the previous deal lapsed in October. As well as an increase in the share of prize money, Matilda's players look set to benefit from a change in their contractual agreements with FA. Female players could be given standard call-up and match fees equal to those enjoyed by the Socceroos, rather than receiving payment via tiered annual contracts, which currently see Tier 1 contracted Matildas earn $110,000 a year. I'm Sam Dover, and that is the latest from the SBS Newsroom.